So let me just say again, the variants are not different enough to represent a threat to you. You do not need to top up vaccines, yet they are being made and the regulators have more or less waved them through. I'm very frightened of that. There's no possible benign interpretation of this. Um, I believe that they're going to be used to damage your health and possibly kill you. Seriously, I, I can see no sensible interpretation other than a serious attempt at mass depopulation. This will provide the tools to do it and plausible deniability because they'll create another story about some sort of biological threat and you'll line up and get your top-up vaccines and a few months or a year or so later you'll die of some you know, peculiar explicable syndrome and they won't be able to associate it with the top-up vaccines but that's my belief that they're lying to you about variants so they can make uh, damaging uh, top-up vaccines that, that you don't need at all and I think they'll be used for malign purposes and if you don't wake up that's what's going to happen I think during next year and um, I don't normally use phrases like this but I think we are standing at the very gates of hell Two months ago, after uh, they had a, a Freedom Revolution uh, event out in Florida, this girl named Gloria Sherin comes on. She healed herself with a jab using urine therapy. And then within two weeks, I'm interviewing her, and we had 25 people sharing the screen. And everybody seems to be lining up, you know, and moving these messages out in a timely fashion. Oh my God, she really did? She beat the mRNA damage? It does that? Yeah. She beat it, and she started social media groups that are growing you know, exponentially every day. Oh my people god, that is so good to know. Who would do that? Just people that care enough about people that they're willing to do things that are unpopular. But that unpopular truth changed Gloria's life. Gloria, you should share. Hi everyone. Um, so, as Jonathan was saying, I suffered from um, the Pfizer vaccine, and it was horrible. It was immense suffering, and... Um, uh, even all the way up to when I was in Florida a couple months ago, I had like extreme head pulling. Um, like I, now I'm realizing that I was lost inside my own body. Um, if you looked into my eyes back then and look into my eyes now, you can see that I'm a different person. And, um, Jonathan's closeness to God really like allowed me to hear what he was saying. And, um, one day I went home and it, it was probably like about a month after Florida and um, I had an extreme pain down from my fingertips to my neck and that's like something that happened continuously since I took the shot and it happened and I just had this feeling inside me and God said you don't need supplements and you don't need a doctor and you just need me and I did my first um, serene of your therapy and I drank my urine and it saved my life. Um, it seriously is. Um, the pole is gone. The glass around my eyes is gone. My heart feels great. Last weekend I swam laps for the first time in two years and I stopped because I was naturally out of breath, not because I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. And that's amazing. Um, my my whole body is transforming. In my first three weeks, I lost 18 pounds of toxins. Um, I now know that we have been poisoned. I've been poisoned my whole life, and I never knew what it was to have an empty gut. And with that, I now have true freedom. And like, I'll, I'll do this the rest of my life, and they'll never have a hold on me again. 
Um, and thank you so much to Jonathan. And he's sponsored me to be here, and he is a part of my healing journey. Of And I will do anything to help other people, including telling the world that I drink my pee. <laughs> and I really pray for us all. And um, really, it doesn't matter if you're vaccine, vaccine injured or not, because they're attacking us with this bioweapon in multiple ways. Um, and we're all being attacked. Our children are being attacked. I, I helped end mandates in Nevada. I stand up wherever I can in any Congress meeting, state meeting that calls. And um, we all just have to continue to stand together and fight for our health. And now God provided this way, and that's how I know it's true too. When your body starts feeling good, you know that you're doing the right thing. And that's how I started feeling. And um, I've really just been listening to that, and that's been guiding me, and here I am. I'm so grateful. Did my first um, serving of urotherapy, and I drank my urine, and it saved my life. In her book, Tibetan Buddhist Medicine and Psychiatry, Terry Clifford refers to the use of urine in a number of prescriptions. These prescriptions are found in the Gyuji, the most important medical document in Tibetan medical literature. Clifford believes that the use of urine is one of the many influences of Ayurveda on Tibetan medicine. Quote, Urine was extensively used as medication in Ayurveda medicine, especially for the mentally ill. End quote an explanation for why it works. Their own experiences were sufficient proof. For some time now, however, there has been increasing interest in the search for a scientific explanation. This is because urine therapists believe it is important for urine therapy to be acknowledged as a valid method of treatment. Doctors should be well informed about the effects of this therapy so that as many people as possible can benefit from it. Another reason for this growing interest is that a number of mainstream doctors have also had positive experiences with urine therapy, which is reason enough for them to investigate how and why it works. This is not a recent development. In the 1930s, for example, the German pediatrician Martin Krebs successfully treated many patients with urine therapy and subsequently published the results. See bibliography. As a physician, he was convinced that urine therapy was an effective method of treatment, but he also realized that other doctors would not readily accept this fact since it conflicted with the scientific dogma which formed the foundation of their profession. Some people doubt the effectiveness of urine therapy and therefore do not yet acknowledge the value of this research. A relevant point here is that the highest placebo effect, i.e. the positive effect of a treatment solely because the patient believes it works, even if it does not, is 30%. If the treatment produces a much higher percentage of improvement, the therapy should be given the benefit of the doubt. This certainly seems to be the case with urine therapy. 
The literature reveals that the majority of people who use urine therapy consistently and, according to the rules, believe they have benefited from it. It is true that the literature on urine therapy is often written by enthusiastic urine therapists. It is therefore important to be critical of the often expressed opinion that urine therapy, if correctly applied, has never caused negative side effects. This applies likewise to the assertion that very few people have experienced no noteworthy improvement from practicing urine therapy. Taking this into account, however, the percentage of positive results still seems to be far above 30%, sufficient reason to give urine therapy the deserved benefit of the doubt and to conduct further research. As stated above, a good deal of research has already been conducted within the medical world into the composition of urine and its separate components. The researchers Free and Free published a report listing 200 substances found in urine. They point out that these are only the most significant substances and that urine probably contains thousands of components. Several substances found in urine seem to be of value as medication, some of which have already been processed and used. A number of substances found in urine are briefly discussed in this chapter. References to the relevant research articles can be found in the notes at the end of this chapter. Since this book is not intended to be a scientific publication, many references have simply been reproduced in good faith from other publications. The references should be seen mainly as a starting point for those who wish to conduct further research into this material. The fact that certain individual components of urine are effective does not prove that urine therapy is effective. Conversely, however, it can be assumed that the components which have a particular effect as an individual substance have the same effect when taken as a component of urine. In certain cases, it could be imagined that the combination of these substances with other components of urine reduces or cancels out the effectiveness, but this is not the most obvious conclusion. We can, therefore, reasonably assume that if an individual substance displays a certain characteristic, it will also have this characteristic as a component of urine. The more individually effective substances found in urine, the stronger the argument that urine as a total entity has a therapeutic effect. A condition of this argument is that urine as a total entity does not contain substances with an obviously harmful effect. As yet, there is no evidence to suggest that such substances have been found in urine. The small amounts of poisonous substances which can be found in urine largely seem to have a positive effect on the immune system. See below. If urine did contain extremely harmful substances, it would be impossible to explain how many people, myself included, who drink their own urine every day for years could still be in exceptionally good health. Hey everybody, Art here. You've been listening to... Hey everybody, Art here. You've been listening to a excerpt from a audiobook from the book called The Golden Fountain, The Complete Guide to Urine Therapy. And earlier in this episode, you heard the testimonial of Gloria Charlin, and that's spelled S-H-A-R-L-E-I-N. If you're going to be looking up some of her many, many of her Facebook connections on this new phenomenon, again, Gloria Charlin. S-H-A-R-L-E-I-N, who has found it to be true that even urine can dispel the effects of the effects of the virus. So she took the jab, 
suffered some adverse effects and urine has corrected even that. What a powerful, powerful liquid that we form in our own bodies. What a source creator that can come up with this stuff. Yeah. So again, about the excerpt you've been hearing, The Golden Fountain, it's a book by a guy named Cohen, C-O-E-N, Vander Kroon, V-A-N-D-E-R-K-R-O-O-N. It's available right now on uh, your bookstores online, whichever one you choose to download it from. And that excerpt was taken from Chapter 5, entitled A Natural Pharmacy, Medical and Scientific Aspects of Urine Therapy. I hope you got the interview I did with uh, Brother Sage earlier in the playlist. And I hope you're enjoying learning new things here on Click Here. If you're interested in uh, obtaining some support for us here, uh, you can do that. Simply point your uh, email in the direction of paypal.com. Uh, and then uh, our email that you want to put in there as a donation is simply click here podcast at protonmail.com. Click here. And here is, of course, H E A R. The subtitle is Not the Herd. But I'm glad you've been hearing today's episode and hearing Gloria's testimonial about how it's radically changed her life. Uh, I was quite interested to learn from Brother Sage uh, when we did the interview that how powerful uh, this orin slash urine really is. Our bodies are literally just amazing. Plowing right through every single kind of uh, obstacle that the, the bigs, you know, name your big, uh, including pharma, medical, whatever, uh, throw at us. You just can't keep a good human down, not when the source of all creation is the designer. So, yeah, those of you who are pissed off, <laughs> uh, get piss in. <laughs> you took the jab, you thought that was it, you found out you were who, dude, lied to, you lost your job, maybe some of you, even though you did take the jab and now you think your life is miserably over, there's no hope. There's always hope. Drink your piss, all right? Yeah, desperate times call for desperate measures. But you know what? I've been doing this now for a couple of years, and it's not that bad. You do get used to it. So, hey, live longer. And according to Brother Sage, some people just don't ever die. You know, immortals, they call them. So anyway, this is our Drink It Up. We'll talk to you later. Drink it up, don't waste a drop. Squeeze every second out of that old clock. Kick it back, man, enjoy the ride. Keep living every day like it's Saturday night. Cause you only get so much lightning in the bottle. Only so many times you get the feel like this. Hypotheses have, however, been suggested, which can serve as the basis for further scientific research. According to Dr. Bartnett, applying urine therapy using self-produced urine can be considered to be an extension of the methods of Jenner and Pasteur. The important task of the immune system is to rid the human body of diseased or unusable substances that have developed during the course of an illness. When these substances reach healthy tissue, the serum or blood becomes stronger. The activity of leukocytes, or blood cells, 
increases and the patient probably recovers. This phenomenon is known as auto-inoculation or self-vaccination and can be seen as Mother Nature's method of healing an illness without external intervention. Urine therapy can also be seen as a form of self-vaccination. Certain bodily substances which have been removed from the body, some of which may have been produced as a result of illness, are reintroduced into the body in small amounts. These substances are reabsorbed into the blood through either the intestines or the skin. According to this hypothesis, the immune system is then given the chance to react appropriately. The doctors Remington, Merler, and Uhr have demonstrated that a particular part of urine protein is able to eliminate certain pathogens. This discovery supports the assumption that urine therapy can be used to treat or prevent certain illnesses. In the early 19th century, Dr. Charles Duncan conducted research into therapies with self-produced substances, including urine therapy. He demonstrated that patients suffering from gonorrheic urethritis, infection of urinary tube as a result of the venereal disease gonorrhea, produce their own medication in the form of their own discharge. Autotherapy was applied here by placing a drop of a patient's discharge directly on the tongue in order to stimulate the body's natural powers. This method had a strong healing effect at every stage of the illness. If applied at an early stage, it could cause the gonorrhea to disappear. Autotherapy is based on the principle that the body can use all fresh, self-produced, unaltered diseased tissue substances which originate from the microorganisms causing the illness. Seen in this light, patients have their own medication in exactly the form constructed by nature to heal their condition. The results of Dr. William D. Linscott's research suggest that autotherapy strengthens and stimulates the immune system, in particular with regard to the T cells. The T cell population of several patients who initially displayed a low T cell count increased after treatment with urine therapy. You're listening to the Click Here Podcast, brought to you by New Airways Audio Productions. 